This is Red Pill Tamales, and we have freedom of speech thanks to our patrons. Y'all know how big tech be trying to shut people down. It's one week you can't say certain things, you can't ask certain questions. If you want to join, hit us up, patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. Now is the time to speak up and keep an open mind because we're seeing so many things. We're seeing men allowed in the women's locker rooms. We're seeing like boy biological boys competing against women. You got this polarizing, politicized mask debate where track students have to run with a mask. Uh, schools being shut down. Churches, they want to sh shut down churches. Taxes going up. Gas price going up. What is what? What the hell is happening? We need lions like you, members of the TIA, the Tamal Intelligence Agency, and we need to grow the movement. Rob, tell them what good content we got coming. Every Wednesday, there's a public episode of RPT. You get an exclusive one on Fridays. You get Chingo chats on Mondays, and in the future, we're working on programming for also Tuesdays and Thursdays, so you have all week TIA exclusives if you join the Patreon. And be warned, people will call you kooky, crazy, sellout, conspiracy theorists, but all we want is objectivity, and we're just trying to get to the truth, y'all. We're trying to figure out what is what so that we can conduct our, our lives and our businesses, and we can get back to normal and raise our families. Por favor, believe it. It is an honorable thing to be a member of the TIA. Sas. All right, so check it out, yo. If you're like us and you want to get more books read, but can't always find the damn time to sit your ass down and read an actual book, then try Audible. We partner with Audible to give you, members of the TIA, the TIA, and all our podcast listeners, a free book is yours to keep forever and a 30-day trial of their Audible Premium Plus package. No contract. You can cancel anytime, and they'll give you a reminder when your trial is about to end. Here's all you got to do. A couple steps. Click the link in the show notes below, or just go to audibletrial.com forward slash red pill tamales click on audible premium plus put your info browse what book you want and get your free book uh let us know what you got why'd you why'd you get that book and what you think about it we'll talk about it on the show sas right now i want you to get ready for the masa messiah the tamale kingpin. You know where I'm going with right. this? El Rey del Four Play. I'm all, hey, I'm already not comfortable. The Versace Mariachi. What? All the way from Houston, Texas. Chingo. Bling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the non-political show. This is Chingo Chats. The non-political-ish show. Non-political-ish, right? Because it's just, it's, if it ain't politics, why, why not talk about it? <laughs> uh, I am your host, Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo. I am on tour. I think I forgot to do my tour dates on the last episode we just did. I'm headed to the West Coast, man. Those are the first dates we have coming up. Here we go. I added a lot of tour dates to my website. Hit up ChingoBling.com and you can scoop them up before they're all gone. July 14th, Ontario, California. I can't wait. July 15th, Oxnard. You know, the 805, Califas. July 16th, Waco, Texas. Just added. July 17th, Midland, Texas. Just added. That's Ontario, Oxnard, Waco, Midland. Back to back. Nice. Then back to Cali, Irvine, California. August 11th, San Jose. <laughs> the following week. <laughs> August 18th. And then we hit Denver, Colorado, August 27th through the 29th, right after my B-Day. Back to the West Coast. Brea, California, September 15th. And then back home to Texas. I'm just back and forth. Cali, yeah, Texas. Yeah, I see Cali. that. Addison, Texas, October 7th through the 10th. 
San Antonio, October 14th through the 16th. And then finally, Houston, Texas, November 5th through the 7th. And if you attacking me, you attacking science. <laughs> Chingobling.com. Get your tickets now. Sass. If you hear a slight hiss whisper, it's this wonderful fan right here because it is a hundred and something degrees here. Yeah, Houston's very hot and humid. Mosquitoes. It's their commercial. The read is basically like, if you don't have a month's worth of food, yeah, you're you could be in some big trouble. Right. And it was saying people used to laugh at these doomsday preppers. They ain't laughing so much anymore. And I started thinking. I was like, damn. Why <laughs> you feel like you you're feel uh, unprepared? Yeah, a little FOMO there. Yeah, no, 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 not fear of missing out. It's more like fear of shit hitting the fan. You know, like oops. They hacked our fucking this, 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 that, and the third. No, you're right. Or, or like, oops, uh, we hacked y'all's power grid. Right. Oops, we hacked y'all's fucking water, uh, you know, thing to where now you got to boil your water, uh, this and that. I don't know, man. Do you follow Tim Kennedy by chance? Yeah. Okay. Do you, have you followed his, I, I mentioned this to Soul too, his organization that he runs out in Austin. What's it called? Uh, I think it's Sheepdog Academy or Sheepdog Response. I'm trying to find their account. What is it about? It's about survival type shit? Yeah, man. Uh, shit. Teach you how to throw an axe at a motherfucker? Dude, yeah. Have you... Have you? Okay, fuck it. Let me just find it so I can try to play it for you. But they have like these courses where they teach you all kinds of stuff. And um, it's almost like... The, the way I said it was like tough mutter for survival, but that's probably not the best way to put it. Like there's a lot more to it. Um, and my soul is like, we got to do this. Like this should be something Pete and I do. Well, Ed, uh, Ed Calderon, he does these like urban survival macgyver tactical type shit right and quick side note i saw an episode where he um well he was talking about how he did a class in atlanta right mm -hmm. and i believe it was 2020 and i guess protests and riots got so bad that they were cons they were advising him to like dude Atlanta is, is some shit going down i don't know how bad it was it's like okay what side of town were you on anyway he's like we're not going to cancel. The class is going to sign a waiver, and we're going to go down there. And he was telling them, observe, peep game, be aware. What do you notice? And he, this is what Ed said. This, this motherfucker is a beast. He said he was smelling people. He said, if you've really been out here protesting nonstop, and you were like a real protester, you're probably going to be kind of musty. Right. He's like, but if you're staying at your parents house and you went home and showered and you over here fake pretend protesting he's like then you smell like zest in irish spring and shit like you know you smell like axe yeah. um so I, I found that very interesting but anyway so tim kennedy has a sheep, sheep yeah it, it's what it is the instagram is sheepdog response it's uh sheepdog response encompasses all aspects of threat response including combatives weapons and situational awareness uh, hashtag hard to kill hashtag veteran but yeah check out that page um I'm just trying to scroll through if they have any kind of like compilation of, of everything they do but i mean you're gonna do ballistics you're gonna do jujitsu you're gonna do um all kinds of situational awareness stuff i just thought that was really cool and that's definitely something that in the near future i want to dig into so so the term situational awareness mm -hmm. I've heard that too. I heard um, Ed talk about that a lot. What what is that exactly? The best way to to put it is, and I actually made a joke on the last RPT, which uh, I believe the fan's name was Albert, who who messaged me and was like, uh, "Chingo, 
Because you were talking about the, uh, the lady that walked up to you at the pop-up and was trying to like grill you, right? Situational awareness. Right. Uh-huh. And then I said, yeah, until she walks, uh, until some big black dude hits her in the back of the head at the gas pump. And he was like, I died laughing. I go, but did you see that video? He's like, no. And I forgot to play it. But did you see it? 350 pound man. Yes. What was that about? Was that road rage? Like that bitch cut me off three exits ago? Didn't say, didn't say that in the article, but he just randomly hits her like in the back of the head and then like 12 more times and then slams her. And then just walks away, and all the fucking dudes that are there are just like walking him to his car. It was a fucking bizarre video. But I wonder what they were saying, like, "Hey, man, that wasn't nice." Yeah, right. Um, that that is a prime example of how people need to always have situational awareness. Don't be at the pump on your phone. Don't be oblivious to what's going on. Always, especially at the pump. Oh, especially for women at the pump. Let's be real. Like, that's not no patriarchy shit. That's just what it is. Like, you're more susceptible to violence or any kind of attack than a dude or anybody else. Um, but that's just an example of it. If you're driving down the road, I think the rule of thumb is looking at your mirrors every like 10 or 15 seconds. Like, look at all your mirrors. Look at what's going on. And that's just been ingrained with me because my dad's a trucker and just I like driving too. So if I'm on a road trip or whatever. You don't get like jacked. Don't get. But also when you're driving, like look out for cops, look out for people that aren't paying attention. Like a lot of accidents that I've avoided is because I saw them coming up too fast or I saw them like moving lanes. And then it, I'm, man, in parking lots, people be driving oh. like they're fucking stupid. Like motherfucker. Parking lots are some of the most dangerous places I to be. I think that's where the most little fender benders happen. Definitely. Um, so that's kind of it. Like always being like having your senses heightened to what's around you. Peep game. Always be, stores, parking lots, you know, gas, anywhere that you're at, especially Reading if you're not- body familiar. language. Definitely. So a- after years and years and years of performing in these low level nightclubs, <laughs> I say low level because it ain't Madison Square Garden. Like there's probably not a green room. It's probably not even like a music venue. I was literally doing like nightclubs where it's more designed for dance floor right and, and selling liquor um where you got a peep game you have to be able to see where the fight is a you know read the body language right like, uh those motherfuckers about to fight over there on that right side by the bathroom so yeah. like oh i just hey man friend of foe you know what i'm saying right. friend of foe yeah. right here you know every like i don't like this dude's energy right and- he's coming at me kind of funny he, he acting kind of jealous. Yeah. Like, these are the people that are trying to sucker punch you or whatever. Yeah, we were at a show, Chingo and I, one time, and uh, he was, out of nowhere, he was like, hey, uh, look, look alive. alive. <laughs> he was like, look alive. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, that's just what you have to do when you're around that many people. Could you remind me of that scenario? We were in uh, McAllen. We were at that little bitty club, the yeah. after party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. we were in our yeah, little nah, VIP that was, area. Nah, you saw that. You oh, saw yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it's a small, very small place. We were in an even smaller like VIP place with the little ropes, and then you have all these people, and people are coming in and out, and it was just like you had your doppelganger there as well, like that was that was cool. But there was just a lot of just like nefarious it was, characters. It was like this little group of dudes that I don't know if they were um, together. Yeah, yeah, but. They were somehow in concert with the energy. But anyway. Um, but that's a prime example of that. Like, gotta keep your eyes open. Keep your head on a swivel kind of thing. Did Marisol tell you a time or anything? I told her that we'd be here for 45 and we were exactly at 55. So uh, she's probably, she'll be here pretty soon. I think. I if th- she's already home. Okay, let me just text her. Let me know when ready. And okay. we'll wrap up. Um, yeah, situational awareness. Um, I have a 12-year-old and I'm always telling her, like, Cause see, I don't have her a hundred percent of the time. Sure. So it's kind of hard to just. It sounds like I'm making excuses, right? But like, really, 
like, all right, we're going to go do a self-defense class. Or like, no, you're doing jujitsu. It's like, well, my mom's not going to take me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But um, basically, it's one of those things where you have to schedule it, you know. But, but I always tell her all the time, like you just said about the gas pump. Here's a gas pump story. So around here, a lot of these gas stations are sketchy because we're in a Democrat-run inner city. <laughs> We're in the inner city. It's an urban area. Yeah. It's just concrete jungle. You got criminals. You got a bunch of different people with different agendas and very different intentions. Yeah. Right? Comes from China. No. So I'm at the gas station up the street. It's kind of downtownish, right? And there's, it's always going to be somebody begging over here, mm-hmm. somebody scamming over there. I'm at the pump. I'm, I'm observing everything, right? So there's like, uh, uh, two young black dudes pull up, yeah, and I, and I'm I'm just describing the situation, right? Dress fly, sure. One of them had like Yeezy chanclas, like um, designer belt. I could just tell they from out of town. I think it was like a rental. One homie goes up in the store. This cat's pumping gas, right? So now it's just me and him. We're just both there, and I, me personally, I noticed like he didn't really have his head on a swivel. Mm. Like he wasn't really peeping game i just got a sense like he wasn't i was just trying to observe because i just like the people watch so i'm just thinking where's this dude from and then a car pulls up with a white lady right like Mm. just um how do i describe this person man just kind of kind of po sure like a po white lady (laughs) okay she's pulling up in a little hoopty right and she's like hey excuse me can you guys tell me how I can get to 45 South from here? And I like to be helpful. I'll, I just like talking to people, right? So I kind of like, I'm pumping. He he kind of just looks up. I start kind of like, I, I kind of like maybe take two steps towards her so she can hear me better. And I'm like, hey, um, and I start pointing. I was like, yeah, yeah, you just, it's just, it's just right there. It's like obvious as fuck. It's like, it's, it's right there. It says 45 South and that's the entrance. Right. We're literally by the entrance of the freeway. And then she's acting dumb and I'm like, she's like, well, how do I get there? I was like, and I start pointing like, you exit this parking lot right here. You make a left on this street. And now I'm starting thinking, oh, this is a setup. Yeah. So now I'm looking at Buddy, the black dude that was pumping his gas. And I'm just thinking like, okay, she's setting you up because you're dressed way flyer to me yeah and I, now i'm just trying to look out for him kind of yeah. like bro peep game like now i know you ain't from around here because you're just fucking get your head out your ass and then i ignore the bitch right excuse my language i'm just like nah friend of foe so i'm just <laughs> like you know what i'm gonna call somebody a bitch if they trying to set me up i don't give a damn what gender you are how you identify so i'm like uh let me get my ass back to where the fuck let me mind my business this is some crash dummy. This is a setup. This is a honeypot situation. No. And, um, and I go back to minding my business, right? She finally just leaves because she was obviously up to no good. I'm looking for where's the dudes yeah. that's about to hit us over, upside our heads because she's distracting us. Mm-hmm. She leaves. And I start talking to homeboy. I was like, man, I don't know. Some kind of fishy about that one. He's like, yeah. And I was like, now 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 he and i are just chit-chatting right he's like yeah man i'm from chicago and i'm like uh-huh mm. you ain't from around here as uh. i suspected and, and he he was kind of like 
almost like, damn, fam, how did you peep game? Or we just chopping it up, right? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like, I uh, see, man. It was interesting. He's like, you know what, bro? People know about their style of crime in their city. Sure. He's like, I'm from Chicago. It's a different hustle out there. He's like, he's like, I know who's scamming in terms of like credit card scams or people uh, stealing identities and getting money that way. He's like, over there, it's a different, it's a different type of crime. He was saying, and uh, and I'm like, yeah, it was just something off. Situation awareness, man. Yeah. yeah. So I, I thankfully I kind of just caught myself. Maybe it was nothing. Maybe I'm paranoid. But thankfully, I caught myself kind of like, uh, bitch, Chingo, get your ass back to the fucking car and mind yeah. your business. Because this lady's playing stupid. She's playing dumb. Yeah. She, li- she asked you a dumb question, and she's asking you to elaborate about your dumb fucking answer. Yeah. It's almost like those people that pull up on you in parking lots, like, um, hey, man, want to buy a stereo system? <laughs> I got an extra one, man. Oh you know, God. I ordered one, two came, and I'm trying to sell this to you. Bitch. Get the fuck away from me. Dude, in the in the words of my spirit animal, Tim Dillon, he goes, if you're stupid enough to buy into, let's just use that example, that I just have two stereo systems, you want to buy one, and you buy it, and you open it, and it's a box of rocks. Fucking bricks. You deserve to lose your money. Yep. You don't deserve to have your money, because that's how you spend it. Like my dad one time, he came home with a bootleg Versace, uh, Versace uh, jack cut, like a fake leather coat. Yeah. And it had the Versace logo on the back. And he's like, mijo, este... La compré un señor, he said, this man, he's in the Navy, and they about to board back on the ship, but he ain't had the money, and this and that, and blah, 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 and, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is bootleg, this is fake, I hope he didn't pay a lot for it, and number two, he was lying to you, and it's like, how the fuck does your your kid know that, and, and you don't, but, um, but I'm really glad you brought up the subject of situational awareness, especially at the gas pump. I have this uh, this book. It's it's right there. Hold on a second. It's called Jailhouse Strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck I found it on Amazon. I was looking for some shit about like home workouts and burpees and stuff. Dude, there's some good shit in that fucking book. Okay. And, and the, it's like an ex-con. And the way he writes it and sets it up, it'll be like, it's 3 a.m. You're, uh, you're running low on gas. You've got to pull over. You're not familiar with this neighborhood. Mm. It's like... Will you baby be able to survive the 3 a.m. gas pump in the wrong hood type of thing? Sure. In, in other words, stamina or being able to get away, um, being able to control your body to where you're not gonna, I guess, trip and fall or, or yeah, dude, that that is so important. And, and some people unfortunately aren't wired that way. They're very airheadish. They're very just like. Uh-huh. Kind of like that guy that you said, yeah. you know, from Chicago. It's not that he's maybe an airhead, but maybe he felt so safe. I'm from Chicago. You know, I know how it goes down that I'm in H-Town. Like, there's nothing that's going to throw me for a loop. Meanwhile, po lady and a fucking hoopy rolls up and he's just like, oh, what? You know, yeah, <laughs> he's just like yeah. airheadish. Yeah. Um, Distracting us. Yeah. One time I was coming, actually, because a lot of times when we've been out of town, I'll meet y'all there a day later or whatever. And then I'll just drive back. And I think it was the Waco show like two years ago coming back. I got a flat tire. It was raining. Mm. Luckily, there was a gas station not too not too far. So I pull in, and it was already starting to get down. It was like duskish, you know. The sun's already starting to go down, and there's only like two other people at this gas station. I pull up to a pump, go ahead and fill up, and then I start changing the tire. And a guy that was parked uh, like at the front where the door is starts walking my way, and I've already got the the tire iron in my hand, but he just comes up and is like, "Hey man, like uh, I I need some oil. My, my truck's leaking oil." 
could be very well be true. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, man, let me just change this tire and I'll see if I can help you out. Just try to get him out of my area, out of my bubble while yeah. I'm doing this. He's like, okay, he's like, you need, you need any help? Like, uh, you know, I don't, need you, I don't need you to give me anything, but I'll help you. Maybe, you know, give me some money for, well, I was like, nah, it's all right. Let me just take care of it and then I'll, I'll you know, try to help you out or whatever. And he kind of just lingered and that was the more annoying part. And I was like, and I just kind of looked up and I was like, I, I got it, man. It's cool. You, you know, I'll, I'll see you over there in a bit. And then he just kind of like slowly backed away. And I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, if somebody says, I'll help you out when I'm done, you just go about your business and then I'll see you when I'm done. So I just changed it real quick. And that, my thing was always keeping him in my peripheries. Like if he, if I didn't see him anymore, then I'm just kind of getting up, stretching like, where'd you go? Yeah, you know? yeah, man. So luckily I changed it real quick and I went over there and uh, I got him a quart of oil and he put it in his truck and then he closed the hood. Huh. He put it in his truck, closed the hood, and then left. Oh, wow. I was like, all right, maybe... Some dope fiend shit, bro. Yeah, I don't know. So I was like, that's one of those things where it could be nothing, but like you said, you could be paranoid, but it could just be situational awareness. Maybe this could be a... Um, um, Recurring? And, and yeah, just an ongoing... Because look, when we started Chingo Chats, we weren't even 100% set on the name. We just dove back in to podcasting... Um, on some political shit, right? Because mm -hmm. that's what was happening at the time. We needed to address some things. And then we're like, all right, let's give the listeners more. Let's let's create more content. Mm -hmm. And then let's say, all right, let's do something non-political because at the time, you know, people were obsessed with like, well, maybe I was obsessed, but people were like, oh my God, Chingo Bling voted for Trump, right? Yeah. So it's like, we can talk about other stuff that's non-political. Yeah. So I was like, hey, Rob, let's do a non-political podcast. He's like, fuck it. We'll just call it Chingo Chats for now and just keep it like that. But I think an important theme or thing is just like, you know, manning up, you know, like you said in the beginning at the top of the show, like almost like human optimization, right? Yeah. Just a bite from on it. Um, basically, like, what's the real, the real stuff, the real... And, and this is just going to be, you know, we bounce around. You know, we try to be funny and we yeah. talk shit. But, but when you boil it down to all the listeners, man, like male or female, young or old, like just that self-accountability, mm -hmm. that, that self-reliance, that, um, you know, the thing about being prepared because that freeze caught me off guard. You know, my, when we bought this house, it's a fixer-upper. We don't really need a fireplace, but it's like the fireplace ain't really set up right. Yeah. Right? And it's like, you need it in the freeze, mm -hmm. right? So it's it, the thing about being a homeowner, taking care of your yard, how you deal with mosquitoes. You know, yeah. you, you a man, you're looking for a good burger. You need some protein. Um, you need to find macro-friendly numbers for things because you can't control everything in your life, but some things you can, Yeah. such as, let's just say, diet and exercise. If you get those things right, it just becomes a cascade of events. It's like victory begets victory. You, you create momentum. You know what I mean? Your confidence goes up. Your health gets better. And you're able to deal with situations. Because these days, shit could pop off anywhere. You could be at a pop-up. Mm -hmm. And you got one drunk weirdo that stumbles onto the property. And he starts some shit with a lady. And then a dude got to step in. And yeah. uh, you might be on a flight. Somebody starts attacking the fucking flight attendant. You know, these these are extremes. Um, but they've happened. But yeah, if you live in a big city, anything can happen, man. There's a lot of weirdos out there. If you have kids, if you're speaking at a school board, uh, you know, and you're a parent, you're talking to these teachers mm. people, these uh, school board people, and they buck up, and yeah. you got to be able to do a box jump. 
that's what's more unfortunate when I see somebody that has kids and their situational awareness is completely still oblivious. Like if they're just a single young person, they have kids that are straggling behind them for some reason, or they're just kind of like aloof to what's going on, and their kids are just like, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That's annoying because mm. your kid will get snatched up real uh-huh. quick, they'll get hit by a car, they'll yeah. whatever. They walk around staring at the gadget. Yes, that's not good. This 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 going to be the patriarchy show. Yeah, right. <laughs> And what what also like a, a big I guess component to all this is trying to get yourself to 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 know when to be calm and and get calm. I know that's really hard to do, and it sounds like I'm being narcissistic. But if you've been in a situation where you feel unsafe, the worst thing that could happen is that you hyperventilate, that you get really scared, and that you start panicking, mm-hmm. and then you really start seeing blurry, or you don't know how to react or whatever. Or too much you, adrenaline. Yes, yeah. adrenaline dumps, or you're with somebody as well, like. And they're panicking. You panicking is not going to help the situation. Simple, quick example is Donna got rear-ended probably like a year or two ago. She calls me, not to put her on the spot, but she was panicking. Like She hadn't been in a car accident in a long time. Uh, I had just gotten out of the shower. She calls me. I answer. And maybe this is from my mother, too. Like My mom's always like, worst-case scenario. So anytime she calls or my dad calls, I'm ingrained to like, what happened? Worst-case scenario, right? Even with Donna, Donna calls me, and she's crying. She's like, I can't make out what she's saying. I was like, what's wrong? What happened? She's like, I got hit. This is trying to make out what you're saying. And in my head, I'm trying to stay calm, but also like, please calm the fuck down. Tell me what happened. Yeah. So she tells me where she's at. I jump in the car and I fly there, basically. And it wasn't terrible, but yeah, she got rear-ended. The guy was was looking down. She's like, I could see him in my rear mirror. And I was like, in my head, in the lane she was in, I thought, why didn't you? Like, if you're looking at your mirrors, especially when Houston traffic or any traffic, look in your rear mirror. People are always not paying attention. You could have gone to the shoulder and you probably might have avoided it. Anyway. If she had stayed a little calmer and didn't bust out into tears right away, it would have been an easier, you know, situation. But it's hard, and you have to practice to be like, all right, some things could happen. Let's try to keep shit together, right? Yeah. So that's my <laughs> word of advice. All right, look, we're going to end it on this joke. So the nearest gun to me yeah. was right there in the closet. You know, it was ready to go. But it's, it's right It's five steps away okay. right from the okay. bed. And on my nightstand... At the time, I had like, you know, some books and shit like that. And uh, I don't know what it was. I don't know if we just heard too many helicopters. Oh, I think we heard like pop, 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 like mm. some little gunshots and shit down the way. And my, my wife is like, hey, maybe you should uh, get that gun right there in that closet. Maybe have that on the nightstand instead of your Fauci emails. <laughs> she said, she said, she said, if somebody break, somebody tries to do a kick door, what you going to do? Read them the Fauci emails. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. That's funny. She said, what you going to do? Talk to him about the Fauci email. <laughs> hey, hey, hang on, man. You don't know what's going Did on. Did you know Hold about on, gain brother. function? Hold on, bro. Yeah. We on the same team, man. We under attack, brother. We, you American. Not play. You under attack. Yeah. Give you, me your no, shit. No, no, no. We, you American. I'm American. American. Uh, they, they, it's, it's an information war, okay, with the mainstream media, first of all. All right, don't let this war get kinetic, okay? It's a bio war. Your Fauci uh, emails. Puta madre. Hey, guys, I have fun. I'm, I'm hungry. I want a cheeseburger so bad, but I can't have it yet because we have a photo shoot tomorrow. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. RPT. Man, I love you guys. And uh, that edible's kicking in. And... Um, I really enjoyed this episode. Please give us your feedback. Give us some burger suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to all the ladies and gentlemen out there, young or old, this situational awareness stuff uh, is really important. Um, as we look into that and try to improve upon that, uh, we'll definitely you know, share it with you guys. We'll be on this journey together. Before we believe it. Sass.